This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Today is Monday, July the 29th, 2019. I'm Michael Morale, Director of Multi-Channel Content for SMA News Today. Long-term results show Spinraza is of unprecedented benefit to a broad range of SMA patients, and Biogen is its developer. Clinical development has spanned presymptomatic infants to symptomatic children. And in all patient groups, Spinraza has demonstrated a really broad efficacy. This efficacy has led to rapid approvals around the world and rapid reimbursement. Some of its earliest studies date back to December 2011, when the first dosing happened. And it's always important to factor in real-life experience and the length of the trials. They ultimately want to know that Spinraza can impact children over multiple years. Recent data was presented from the open-label ongoing SHINE Phase 3 trial. This follows patients who had taken part in prior studies. 89 children with SMA type 1, which is the disease's most common and severe form, had started back in 2014 in the Phase 3 Endear study. They then moved to the SHINE trial, which also had a placebo control group. For 65 children, CHOP and 10 scores of motor skills rose by 16.8 points after about three years in the Endear trial. Among the 24 who were controls and only began using Spinraza in Shine, their scores increased by 8.2 points over 1.5 years. And anything above a four-point increase is deemed clinically meaningful, and improvements were seen in multiple limbs and different functions. Even for patients who started treatment when they weren't an infant, they still saw important gains. But the importance of early treatment was definitely highlighted through the data. 60% of patients treated before the age of six months also achieved skills like sitting without support than the 38% that started at a later age. They also saw greater increases in their CHOP scores and was 19.4 points versus 13.8 points. Similar differences that was linked to earlier treatment was another key finding of the SHINE trial. And all the later onset patients that were studied are still demonstrating benefit. For some patients, that means stability, the ability to maintain the function that you have, but for most patients, that means gaining functions. Motor improvements in these children that were enrolled at ages 2 to 12 were assessed by the Hammersmith Functional Motor Scale and upper limb measures. This is because of the importance of upper limb strength in daily life for people with more advanced SMA. Nurture, which is a phase two study, treated pre-symptomatic newborns that were diagnosed at less than six weeks of age. All 25 babies were given Spinraza via the spinal canal and it was every four months. As of May, 2018, all were able to swallow, sit without support, and none required permanent ventilation. The importance of treating soon after a diagnosis is definitely reflected by the data that's seen in Nurture. Because Spinraza works to increase the ability of the SMN2 gene to produce a full-length and functional SMN protein, greater motor milestones are being seen in those with three SMN2 copies compared to those with only two. They've seen patients with two copies who are sitting, standing, and walking. That's never seen in the absence of treatment but patients with three copies are walking in timelines that are consistent with normal development. 
Biogen has also presented results on a potential SMA biomarker. It's called phosphorylated neurofilament heavy subunit. It's a key component of motor nerve cells and also in cells damaged or lost in SMA. Its levels were studied in plasma. This would be a tool that may help in both treatment development and patient care. Compared to healthy controls, SMA patients do have elevated levels of it, even if they are presymptomatic. What's more, SMA patients who are given Spinraza had rapid declines in these levels. They eventually stabilized with further treatment. There is doubt that plasma levels would make an easy SMA diagnosis, but it does help for a better understanding of the disease. It could help predict a person's future motor function. Since biomarkers are very common in chronic disease, hopefully one day they will have that tool for SMA. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Community Development Manager, Kevin Schaefer. Are you interested in understanding gene therapy? ExploreGeneTherapy.com has helpful information about gene therapy, including its history and how it is being investigated for the treatment of genetic diseases. Visit www.ExploreGeneTherapy.com. Hey everyone, hope you all had a great weekend. So I'm doing something a little bit different today. Instead of reading from a column or a forum post, I wanted to make an announcement about a project that we're doing here at SMA News Today, starting later this week. Uh, so as many of you know, August is SMA Awareness Month, which is nationally recognized, and we wanted to do something special to uh, recognize SMA Awareness Month this time. So starting on Thursday, August 1st, we are going to have a series of posts from um, people outside of BioNews. And the idea behind this is so that we can have a wide range of voices from the SMA community share their perspectives on different topics. And so these are posts that we're going to be featuring on our Instagram page, which you should go definitely check out if you haven't already. Uh, they'll also be promoted on our main website at smanewstoday.com. So today I just wanted to uh, announce that and give you a brief sneak preview of the kind of content we're going to have there. So this, uh, what I'm reading from now, is going to be the first post that we'll put up on Thursday. And this is by Jacqueline Greenwood, who is um, a good SMA friend of mine, lives in California. And she's doing a topic about work and SMA. So I just wanted to re read a brief excerpt from her post and you can check out the full one on Thursday. And again, you can check out um, a different post every day in August from different people in the SMA community. So um, this is Jacqueline's poster, an excerpt of it. If you had asked me as a young child what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would probably have said a train conductor, ballerina, or famous singer, depending on the day. Although I was born with spinal muscular atrophy type two, my dreams were those of a typical kid. Steadily, as I got older, my career dreams evolved. I dreamed of finding a career that I could excel at and enjoy. Eventually I found that I wanted to pursue a degree in genetic counseling. I earned my Master of Science degree in genetic counseling in 2012, and I am a board-certified genetic counselor. I am fortunate to work in a field and job that highlights my interest and skills. Unfortunately, searching for a job with a disability can be challenging. During interviews, it often feels like the first thing potential employers see is the wheelchair, and they automatically question your abilities. 
I was fortunate, because shortly after I completed my masters, there was an opening at one of my previous training sites. They were familiar with my strengths and wanted me to be a part of their team. Ever since then, I have been working full-time as a prenatal screening coordinator for the California Department of Public Health. So to check out the rest of Jacqueline's post and more of these, be sure to check out our Instagram page throughout August, visit our main website. We are going to have a full uh, setup there on the website titled 31 Days of SMA. Um, so this is a project we're all really excited about and I think it'll be really cool to see uh, different voices from the SMA community, both people with SMA, also parents and caregivers, um, partners and spouses, all kinds of people from the SMA community. So check it out and I hope you all have a fantastic week. Thank you. I'm Kevin Schaefer, Community Development Manager for SMA News Today. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcast and flash briefings can be found on our website at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. For SMA News Today, I'm Michael Morale, Multi-Channel Content Director.